Welcome to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer, How to Grow Your Law Firm, a podcast for managing and growing your legal practice. Lexicon CEO Dan Cuneo and Director of Legal Operations and Training Sarah Rutan Bates discuss how to make your law practice profitable in the modern legal industry. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Entrepreneurial Lawyer. I am your host, Dan Cuneo, along with my phenomenal... Perfect. Perfect. I said it. I did. I did. <sighs> Dan, nobody's perfect. Well, close to perfection. 99.9%. Repeating nine. Co-host, <laughs> Sarah Rutan Bates. <sighs> Sarah, welcome back. Oh, I, I show up every time. It's like you never left. I, I really don't. <laughs> I sleep here, actually. Yeah. Um, again, excited to be back. Yes. We have a returning guest. We do. Would you like to introduce... We have Maya Bordeaux from Lead with Love Consulting. Maya joined us actually uh, last time, and we talked a lot about culture and how important it was, you know, how to define a culture, what that means, how to connect with people. But we felt that uh, Maya just had so much information to share that we had to have her back again. And Maya, correct me if I'm wrong, but in this episode, We're going to talk about all of those other elements that factor into culture, such as engagement, morale, and toxic people that can actually impact culture. Yes. Yes. I want to open this up uh, to kind of tie into this great resignation that we're in to where culture, morale, engagement, and toxic employees, I think just perfectly ties into it. And and what do we do to course correct and how can we keep our valued employees? Retention is such an important component of employee experience. Employees have to feel valued and appreciated and recognized. And um, when you look at this topic generationally. It's the generational diversity is so fascinating. The newer or younger employees to enter the workforce need even more appreciation and recognition than any other generation that is currently in the workplace. (laughs) And so, um, so it's important that Employees are feeling that they are getting the recognition for a job well done. And it is simple things like just thank you. I always say to um, to leaders, to clients, you know, thank you is free 99. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and so you should be doing that as much as possible. And uh, what I have found is that uh, managers, leaders, when, you, when they hear the word recognition, they immediately think that there's got to be some type of monetary award. And uh, what, what I've learned through experience and through research is that most employees, most high performers feel uh, the greatest sense of pride and recognition from just being appreciated and uh, being valued. And that it's not necessarily about money or even public recognition. That is really at the core of like, how do you retain your your high performers and keeping them challenged, keeping them on a path of development and growth. And that doesn't necessarily mean that there is vertical mobility. Growth and, and development is really about 
the enhancement of your current skill set and possibly um, preparing you for, you know, a promotional opportunity. But in many instances, it's about just the investing in you that makes employees feel so connected to the firm or so connected to the company in which they work is because they feel the company cares about them because they invest in them. Yeah, the the people element, right? And not so much transactional, but let's make this more personal. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how do you take that concept, which is, again, so relevant, um, and how does that tie into overall engagement and morale? Mm-hmm. So um, engagement is, it, by definition, is um, the the level of connection and ownership that an employee has to the business and business's mission, goals, and objectives. Morale is literally about how they feel and um, the level of satisfaction in their job. And so they're different. So I'll talk a little bit about both. You are always striving. The best practice is that you are always striving to have a fully engaged workforce. And fully engaged means that as a best practice, 75% of the organization or greater feel connected to the mission. They understand the strategy of the company and they have a sense of ownership and um, understanding how their role contributes to the overall success of the business. For morale, it's how do I feel about that every day when I come to work, whether I am walking through the doors or whether I'm connecting to my colleagues on Zoom or Teams. How do I feel about that experience? And that is actually my style and and my personality um, has caused me to focus most on that in every leadership role that I have held. Because how people feel about their job, about their coworkers, absolutely influences their behaviors as well as their performance. Um, I'm named after Maya Angelou. And um, her, one of her famous quotes that is my absolute favorite, and I have it painted on a wall in my house, people will forget what you do. People will forget what you say. But people will never forget how you made them feel. That is so true. And a lot of firms lose sight of the that people element and just more focused on billable hours and bringing on more clients when big picture, if you have the employees who feel connected to take ownership, then they're going to provide better service to the clients Absolutely. who in turn will bring in more referrals and the more satisfied clients you have, the better your business will be able to grow and, and potentially scale. You know, something I do want to point out is you are correct that that many firms do focus on uh, the billable hours. And I think that impacts the attorneys. But something that I've seen from my experience is that there's a different type of engagement with legal staff than there is attorneys. 
And so you may have attorneys who are much more connected to the culture or the firm's goals and mission. And then you have very, you know, disconnected or disengaged legal staff because they feel as if they don't get that same treatment. Now, different roles, you know, bring different things to the table, but people are people, right? And everyone is a team and they need each other to work together. So Maya, have you ever worked with an organization, um, doctors and nurses? That's another type of example. You know, how do you take all of these different hierarchy levels and positions and make them all feel like they are connected and drive that engagement? So that's an excellent question. And as you were describing it, I was thinking, yes, I understand the dynamic between attorneys and legal staff or doctors and nurses. But when you think about it, literally in every industry, every type of company, there is always going to be a hierarchy. Sure. What is important, most important, is that those who are at the top of that hierarchy give and demonstrate the same level of respect and recognition and transparency and communication as those in other levels of that hierarchy. So what I've seen over the course of the years that I have been in HR, and it's literally become this term, terminology of like old school leadership and new school leadership. Old school leadership is this very elitist executive team that are off on their own floor, that they're disconnected from the rest of the um, organization, the company. They have their um, their own suite. They have their own um, cafeteria. Uh, and, and so companies have learned over time and, you know, experience and research and turnover um, expenses uh, when they can't retain people that, you know, we need a more visible leadership team. We need a more human leadership team. Uh, You know, people can't feel like they have zero access to and zero exposure to the people who lead the company, the people who lead the firm. And so they absolutely have to make a conscious effort to be more personable, to walk the floors, to be more visible with every level within that hierarchy. You're spot on. A lot of leaders miss that because they think they need to I'll leave that to, to others. But I, I just remember back in, when I was in other positions, if I had someone higher up stop by and just say hi, it just caught me off guard because you don't see that too often. So I know Sarah and I both try to make it a point to really get to know employees and make it that, that personal level that we talked about in the other episode to where it's not just all transactional. That just That's what resonates with me when I talk to other clients that have some culture issues is I really feel just from a law firm perspective, that's my background, that we're just stuck in this transactional period. Eventually it's going to affect the, the morale of the company. And going back to what you said about how you broke down engagement, which was just so spot on that we want the employees to have that ownership. And, and you can talk about it, but a lot of employees just think that is just fodder or you're, you're just speaking, but actions speak louder than words. And the advice that you're giving, it's really what Sarah and I are, are taking away from this. And I hope our listeners are, is, all right, here's not only what you need to do and here are some good thoughts, but here's an action plan that you can take back with you. Yes, absolutely. And, um, 
and you know what really is important to in, to embrace and for your um, executive team, no matter the company, is that your your company doesn't exist without your people. So although it's trite to say people are your most important asset, that is, that's real deal. That's very, very real. Like you have nothing, you don't have a business without your people. And so the more leaders embrace that, understand that and embody that, um, it comes out in their behaviors. The other thing that I would say too, this is a, a specifically about my experience with law firms. So in general, I, I don't like to generalize, but but I'm going to go there. The legal profession attracts a certain profile of person. Oh, do tell. Very, <laughs> very, very driven, type A, uh, very dominant personalities, typically or generally. And so... I think there is a responsibility in each of us to manage that and make sure that you are not coming off as robotic and so driven and so focused on getting the work done and getting the billable hours done that you don't care about the people. And so it's so important to peel back and show the human side of who you are so that people are able to connect with you in a way that can be very, very powerful. And it's gotta be genuine. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, you know, somebody who doesn't normally talk to anybody and now they're going and sitting down at everybody's desk. But I think every leader has to make a conscious effort to connect with all people at all levels and be human. I know that sounds <laughs> super basic, but it's like be human. Well, no, and and not scripted either. Yes. That's the genuine. That's where that comes across. So it doesn't seem robotic or automated or scripted. It, it's it's the genuine factor that hopefully the employees, team members will pick up on. And, and then yes. you get that buy-in, right? Yes. Environments, cultures that are more casual, less conservative, typically have the highest level of high performers. Because, you know, if you're living in a rigid environment, if you're working in a rigid environment, it's stressful. And attorneys tend to be rigid and structured and stressful. So, <laughs> you know, be, so, so be, be mindful of that, you know, and how you're landing on others and, and the environment that you're creating, um, you know, when you go about your work each day. Dan, I, I, I'm wondering, have you ever taken a personality test? I have a great personality. Okay, let me <laughs> answer that the was question. Not the question. <laughs> let, let me let me go where I want to go with this. Ha, have you? Yes. I was going to say something nice about you, but I right. feel like I should just take it back now. Um, well, what I was actually going to what, say. What, what's your motive? Is I agree with with Maya though. You know, with the personality that you typically see in attorneys, and I'm not just saying this to say this, but you are actually not not like that. You may have some characteristics that fall into some of those buckets, but you're you're surprisingly not not like that at all. Could have just let in with you're not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I think this has been rewind. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna wrap it up now. I've, I've dug myself a grave. Um, I think this has been another really good episode. 
It has been. Maya, I know last episode we asked you, would you be willing to come back? And you graciously and probably didn't just were being nice and said, oh, sure. And then we took you up on the offer. Never going back. <laughs> but I need to ask, because I'm sure our listeners are going to want to know, would you be willing to come back? It would be my pleasure. Oh, see? Anytime. And I should tell you all, in case you didn't know, today is National Employee Appreciation Day. We did know. Yeah. So happy National Employee Appreciation Day to all of you out there who are, well, really any walk of life, right, within mm -hmm. an organization. Um, it's a big day, and I hope that all organizations are honoring it, celebrating it, and doing something to thank the people who come every single day and work incredibly hard. Yeah, I, I can speak from personal experience that I wouldn't be where I'm at without phenomenal team members. And everyone at Lexicon works very hard, very diligently, and cares about the, the product that they're putting out. So for me, it makes my job a lot easier. But it really is just a privilege to come to work to know that I can rely on everybody. It doesn't matter what position or title you hold. We're all here for the same cause. And it's it's great working with individuals that not only are hardworking, but that you respect and you care about. Then it doesn't yeah. turn into work. Beautifully stated, both of you. And, it, and look at that. It wasn't scripted. It, it was wasn't. straight from the heart. <laughs> Uh, well, Maya, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Um, as always, my interactions with you, I, I take multiple things away from it that I know just myself as as a leader, as a member of an organization that I'm just going to dissect even more and hopefully be able to implement and apply in my day to day. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone listening. Please take a minute to go online and like and subscribe, share this episode along with others with family friends and colleagues Maya again thank you very much we look forward to another episode thank you for listening to this episode of The Entrepreneurial Lawyer thank you for listening to The Entrepreneurial Lawyer how to grow your law firm presented by Lexicon Lexicon is a legal software and services provider that enables lawyers to do what they do best practice law Tune in next time with our hosts and be sure to subscribe and leave your review on your preferred podcast streaming platform or by visiting lexiconservices.com. Mm -hmm.